Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today's special guest is Aldana Stefanczyk. She is a beauty from Poland. You're going to recognize her gorgeous accent. And she is a hairstylist and also a matrix educator and a member of My Hair Color Secrets Insiders. Welcome, Aldana. Hi, Elaine. I'm so excited to have you here. When I when I posted in our Hair Color Secrets Insider group, I wasn't sure who was going to be brave enough to come on to the podcast and you jumped right in and I love that. Um, as you know, as a coach, it's so important to me to, for people to take action and to do things that are outside their comfort zone. So thank you for being brave and not even hesitating. And as you know, a new educator, you're going to see that being brave and putting yourself out there is going to be like breathing soon, because that's, that's what you need to do to get your, your message out there. So tell me about this new venture. I know you've been a hairstylist for quite some time. um, But educating is a new frontier. So talk to me about that. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, I'm still baby there. And you know, sometimes I cannot believe that it, it happened, actually but it was a journey uh, and the best of it, it it wasn't my idea my best friend she got the idea that you know you need to become the matrix educator I was like what are you talking about and first time it was um, I wasn't ready I um, submit my video and everything but I wasn't ready second time they sent me uh informations that they are looking for new educators and i was like okay why not but that time it was me and it was a long journey because of the covid and everything but but it happened and i i like this i found myself to have a lot of fun and pleasure to share all my informations and i'm the only one polish speaking and here in United States, as as it's right now, you know, I don't want to say United States, but for sure in Illinois. And you know, my uh, main goal is because I have a lot of friends. They are amazing hairstylists, but like you said, the fear sometimes it's bigger than us. Like this on this post, I, this is what works for me. I do it, and then I was like, okay, what I did. The same with this podcast. I did this and I was like, oh my God, what I did. And I said, okay, you say A, you have to say B and that's it. Mm, I love that. And yeah, like, you know, we all have a fears, but you know, accept the fear and do the thing. Otherwise you are st- still in the same place and you cannot to achieve anything. So yeah, it was huge step out of my comfort zone, especially working in front of a camera and but right now i'm here uh the biggest issue it was my language that nobody gonna understand me and stuff but i've got the the most beautiful compliment the other day my son said mom your english is getting better and better so it means a lot for me so yeah and you know right now i'm getting more and more class right now from metrics and it's it's amazing 
It's amazing. I love that. I love that you said the first time you did it, you really weren't ready. And then the next time you were ready. I, I love that because 80% of everything that we do that's new in our lives is based on where our head is at any given time. Um, when something doesn't work out, I'll never forget when I first started to want to be an educator, I kept feeling like, who, what company am I going to align with, right? We always think that you definitely have to be with a company because that's the way it's always worked. You go work for a company, they get you on stage at the shows, they send you out to salons, it's a network and it's, it creates so much more possibility. So I kept trying to align with a company and because some of the large companies have, you know, a wet line, you know, cutting tools, um, haircut education, color education. I always was so entrenched in color. It was, it, I found it hard to align with a brand that I could only teach color. So there was a brand that I would be able to be, do that, be doing that for. And I was already out teaching exactly the type of thing that they would have wanted me to teach. And I applied to teach for them and I got rejected. And this was probably seven years ago. And it still hurts saying this right now out loud to this day, it still stings. Um, every time I see them at a show, their brand, I kind of do the hair lip like, oh, I wasn't good enough for you. And it really, really bothered me to the point where I remember my kids being on the beach and they're like, I can't believe this is bothering you this much. And it was because I automatically thought of the situation, you know, we, we have this story that we tell ourselves and rejection never feels good. So I took the rejection as I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of doing this. I'm not good enough to teach. Then I started to see the people that they chose in that same round that I applied for. And two of the people were students in my class where I taught that technique. So I was like, wait a minute. It can't be that because why would it be that if I taught them and then they're going there, that it can't be my ability still hurt, still, still, you know, didn't get over it. And then fast forward all these years later, I am a brand free independent educator and it's working. And I would have totally put myself into that one topic and that one company and only been able to go as far as that company took me. So I can see clearly now telling you the story that that was God, universe, whatever you believe in as your guiding North Star, that was not meant to happen. And it was nothing to do with me or my ability. You not getting that first round with Matrix had nothing to do with you or your ability. It was the mindset that you were in. It was your lifestyle. You may have had, for me, when I applied for Matrix God, probably 30 years ago, I had babies at home and I was getting that itch of, I have to do something different. I don't want to keep, you know, worrying about these clients and being behind the chair and staying busy and yada, yada. I just want to teach. And then of course, right away, they were like, you know, you may be traveling 50 weeks out of the year. So I was like, well, this isn't a good fit. This is worse than the pressure of being behind the chair. So I really do believe that people and opportunities come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, everything always works out as it should. But I also applaud you and love the jump and the net will appear, the clicking the button and saying, what the heck did I do? You know, think of how many people will know who you are just from having this conversation with me. And it's just a casual conversation between two passionate hair colors. So things get easier once you start 
saying yes on a regular basis, you realize that all the things you may have said no to because of the story you told yourself about how scary it would be really was, was never true, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like the other day I had a conversation with my friend and, <clears throat> and I told her, you know, when you trust and it's hard to say trust who it's you can call this your subconscious you can call god universe source just trust that every every process is for something everything happens for a reason and if it doesn't happen when we want to it happens when we are ready for that and like i the the same like my son said he plays football and he was like or my other son um he tries to do the same and he's like I said okay mom I didn't get it I didn't do it I said okay so what what was the lesson from that what you can do better what you maybe it's not your jam maybe you can do something more maybe you should spend more time you know as long as we take the lessons from that it's not the mistakes it's the learning opportunity when you repeat this it's a mistake absolutely and I I think that when, when random things happen, I'll never forget. I was rushing out the door to go somewhere with my kids. They were younger and I could not find my keys. I'm ripping the house from head to toe, every jacket, every bat, you know, us women were always changing bags. So looking, 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 can't find it. My son's like freaking out, mom, I'm going to be late. You know, I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. I go outside, they're sticking out of my trunk. I had left them in my trunk overnight, which thank, thank God my car didn't get stolen or my house broken into. But we got into the car and we drove our usual route and there was a, a bad accident where people were killed. And I believe that I couldn't find those keys because that could have been us. Like it, the timing of things sometimes is within minutes. If you haven't watched it, Everyone listening, your homework, and I probably have talked about this on other podcast episodes. One of my all-time favorite movies, not because it belonged in any awards program, it wasn't for cinematography and all the things they usually get awards for, but the message of sliding doors. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Sliding doors. There's a German version that has a different name and the American version is called Sliding Doors and it's Gwyneth Paltrow is in it. And basically the whole movie is the premise that if she makes it onto the subway at a certain time, her whole entire life goes this way. If she goes up and the door shuts and she doesn't get on, her life goes that way. Just that one moment of getting on or not getting on that subway changed the entire trajectory of her entire life. So that's one subway car. Like think of the trips that we didn't go on because we couldn't get off from work or the trips that we went on because we made it happen when we didn't think that we could. Um, the people that we've met along the way, I, I really truly believe. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it, it makes you fear less because oh, fear, yeah. fear in general is not real. You know, I, I, my girlfriend was just here visiting and she was living in the past, living in the past, talking about something, something, something. And I said, every time you're in the past, I'm going to go like this to you stop. You're in the mm -hmm. past. And then she starts going from the past to the way far future. She really struggles to be in the now we all do, right? We all struggle to be present. Oh yeah. So I'm like, you can't control what happened yesterday. 
You definitely can't control what happens tomorrow, but right now you can make the decision to cross that street or make that phone call or write that note or do whatever it is. That's the only thing that's real. So, mm-hmm. you know, I heard a quote that really stuck with me. It was Wayne Dyer was sharing it from someone else. And it was one of his teachers and whatever, you know, his um, belief system was. And it was, worry is, is useless. It's a waste of energy because if you worry about something that hasn't happened yet, it doesn't change whether it's going to happen. You have no control over it. Exactly. If you worry about something that already happened, you have no control over it. It already happened. So that leaves you only to the now. And there's no worry because it's happening right now. There's nothing to worry about. When I heard him say that, I was like, think of all the sleepless nights. Think of all the first job when you're going into that first job in a salon and you know no one and you're feeling like, am I good enough? Am I going to fit in with the culture? Am I going to know what I'm doing? Oh my gosh, what if a client sits in my chair and I don't know what to do? Speak to that. You know, what was that like for you, especially if you didn't have great English and you came to the United States and you didn't know anybody? What was that feeling like on that first first day of the first salon job? Oh my God, um, it was it was so scary because we won a green card in the lottery. It was always my dream to come here, and I was twice before we came here for for good. My mother-in-law was here, but I left everything in Poland. I was really close with my mom. I don't have any siblings, so I knew that she's gonna be a little bit devastated, mm-hmm. and. So I left my salon. My mom was the hairdresser and my grandma was the hairdresser. So we ran the business together with my mom. But uh, my husband always wanted to come here to his mom, but he couldn't get the visa. So when we applied to the lottery, I won the visa and we came here. So it was it was challenge. I knew a little bit of English, uh, but you know I had grammar, I had vocabulary it was hard for me to talk. So my first place, and like I mentioned, I work with my mom, but it was always, I had a backup that if I did something, not if it's supposed to be still, I was very new then because I, I tried to change the path, not to being hairdresser. I finished college and everything, but you know, whatever is meant to be, it's meant to be. And right now I'm really appreciate for that. So my first place was Polish place. And I felt so behind because it was different here, totally different. And then I came to a little bit um, higher to the different salon. It was a little, it was mixed, but still I could base on my Polish. And the third one was the huge one. It was like uh, really, really big. And it wasn't my place then. I had so many complaints because I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel confident. And then I get to the Italian lady and she always understood me. Sometimes I didn't understand myself, but she always, <laughs> she always knew what I'm talking about. And this was the best school for me for English. And she, and also she very believed in, my, in myself. So she pushed me and stuff like that. So it was a good place for, and I thought that I'm going to stay there for to, until my retirement. And then I got pregnant. I had another kid and I was like, mm, 
there is something missing. I achieved everything what I could achieve over there. So I changed the salon and then it wasn't worth it because I had the two kids. I had to pay for a babysitter. I had to, it was in downtown and I wasn't ready for this kind of clientele over there. I didn't feel enough confident yet. So it's, um, so then I decided to go to come back to home and work at my basement. So I had a studio in my basement. And again, I thought that I'm going to work there forever. I like this, that I could be with my kids, at least like physically, because mentally I was in a different place. But then when they started school and stuff, so, but it was easier because of this activities and stuff, I was always available for that. And, but one day, I got through divorce and I was looking for another income because I didn't have anything else. So um, I started to drive Uber and I loved it. And because I like to be with the people, I like to talk to the people, meet new people and everybody, don't you worry about it? I was like, you know, if I worried about, I wouldn't do anything. I just, you know, I needed income and I was like, okay, let's do it. And then my friend, I did the little girl party and I was like, okay, maybe I invite her. And it was like our ways were always somewhere crossing, but we were never very close. So she came. I was so surprised that she, she decided to come. And she was like, hey, I bought the salon. Do you want to work with me for me? I was like, no, I love my basement. I don't want to go anywhere. And then it sounds, uh, plus it sounds really far from my house. I was like, no, it's too far. No, 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 no. But then I was like, hmm, I have nothing to lose. I can try and I, I always can come back to the basement. And this was the, the, the best. And I remember I went to Poland there. And the first day when I went to work, I was like, okay, should I, what I'm doing? Should I go? Shouldn't I? And I was, it sounds maybe weird, but I had on my railings on the stairs outside, uh, there was the little bird. Oh. Sorrow, how it called? Sorrow, the, the gray. Spire. Spire. Spire, yes. And I was like, hmm, what do you want to try me? Should I go there or shouldn't I? And the bird jumped onto my car. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, you know, it was the beginning of my new journey. It was tough on the beginning because for the, I didn't bring even one client because sometimes, you know, that five minutes farther, it's too far for them. Isn't it crazy that people do that? I've it seen is, that but so you many know, times. Yeah. I learned that if people want to stay with you, they want to stay with you. If you change the people around you change. So it's like, I, so it took me like two years to be, and I, I was like, oh my God, when is gonna come this day when I go to work and I'm gonna physically work? And then I was like, okay, can I have one day just to sit? <laughs> so yeah, it took me like a year and a half to be, be fully booked. And so, so talk about that. Did you, because so many people, I just saw it on a, a forum today, this owner said, I have a girl who works with me on Saturdays and Sundays. She isn't going to quit her full-time job until she's fully booked. How can I help her get booked? To which I, of course, answered, why are you looking for ways to get her busy? Why isn't she on here asking to get busy? Because 
that's, I think what happens, people get jobs and they expect the salon to do everything for them. But did you stick it out and stay there at your friend's salon when you weren't busy? How did you go from zero to booked? What was the secret? Uh, on the beginning, she paid me because I told her I cannot to sit there. Right. So, um, and, but you know, it was walk-ins. I had this opportunity because she was, uh, she had the other job. And so I was the only one and her main goal was to make me fully booked and then it was time for her. And, but like you mentioned, it's so hard to find the employees. We are looking for someone like rent the chair or whatever, but they want to be booked right away and they expect from us. It doesn't work like that. I spent so much time on the social media. Then she was my client, my friend. She offered me the help. And this was the really game changer. Like they said, social media is the new walk-ins right now. The people like from there, like a 90% of the clientele, it's from the beginning, it was from the social media. Wow. See, I haven't had that experience. I must be really bad oh, yeah. at it. <laughs> yes, well, luckily, yes. by the time social media became a thing, I was already established and had my regular clientele, but with with education, when I use um, social media, it's really exhausting and a lot of work to do that. But if I had, you know, with the salon, if we have a new stylist, we we go, we look to social media for it and it's very slow gain. I mean, we do get some people, but, you know, when I go to classes and I hear these Insta fabulous people saying all of their clients come from social media, I think, mm. thank the Lord, mine are all from referrals because if I had to depend on social media, I would have crickets and be sitting on my butt the whole day doing nothing. So that's amazing. Yes. Did you do something like, was it a hashtag thing? Was it a, it's everything. Um, it's very important. Thing? What would your secret be? You know, I am not that familiar because she's doing this for me, but what I know from her, it's very important. What you post, what time you post, how many posts, hashtags, uh, where, what, who do you tag and stuff like that. So this way the people know about you. Like, for example, I tag you the other day because, you know, it took me a while to find the people who I can hear, like, you know, like you. I like I told you the other day, we've been dating for a little bit, but <laughs> I I didn't know what are you talking about. I was I was interesting in that, but you know, I was like, hmm, what is that? No, no, it's too much. It, it's and I was like back and forth, back and forth. And finally I was like, okay, it's time. And I joined your uh, membership. I bought your membership. And <clears throat> so I have three of you. You, uh, J uh, Julie Klein. And the other one, when I post, I tag you on her post, uh, it's uh, the platinum giraffe. I saw that, yeah. Yes, so I, because you have so many, access to so many educations, but you have to find your people. What you, where is your path? What direction you wanna go? And then it's like, like I was so afraid and I'm still a little bit afraid of plants, but I said, this probably was meant to be because 90% of my clients, they are plants. And I didn't do, I, it's like, not consciously because it was like, I don't know how it happened that, you know, I start with the blunts and blunts and blunts and more and more. And then one day I look at my Instagram page. I was like, oh my God, all blunts. So I was <laughs> okay. It means that I have to go deeper and deeper with that. 
but your formulation when i hear like last year and what i hear right now it's totally different or when i took the class um color with uh, chemistry with color julie klein classes i was like oh my god i was like this on her classes because it was via zoom <laughs> and she was aldona are you okay yes but i cannot to talk i have to absorb absorb and, yeah yeah and then after a few days it was like click 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 and right now like the other day on the very beginning we had a class and the girl tried to explain me uh what is the background at the color that's a okay. tough one it's really hard to explain that to people i struggle with that yeah but you know what um I found this and it talks to me like you have a picture and you have a background. So this is one thing. And then it depends how much you want yourself to be in the picture, then you can show. And this is the pigment, what is like together with the background. So if you want a little bit, you're somewhere in the corner and then it's more background. And then, so this was like, oh, okay. So it's maybe more visual to, to explain. And so and it's funny because right now i'm explaining to other people about that and like two years ago i didn't know what she's talking about brown to tan gray to brown to black what's that what's that so and then like uh julie said i said okay give yourself a moment if you are confused it means that you are on the good spot i was like confused it's not enough i i think that i don't know anything she was like, give yourself a moment. So, and then it was like, boom, boom. Oh, she was talking about that. She was talking about this. And it's amazing. Like you're all clicking together and create the beautiful picture. Yeah, and, and her visuals are really good too, because yeah. Oh, yeah. she does mm -hmm. all the little pipe cleaners and that kind of stuff. So it, it's really yes. good to actually see um, a visual. I'm actually getting ready for the glazy crazy class that's um, this coming Sunday. And I have a whole list. I, I bolted out of bed at six o'clock this morning. My husband's like, why are you awake? I said, this just popped into my head. I have to write it down because I have to go buy some toys for visuals mm -hmm. for the class. Um, because I talk about with acidic and alkaline demis, sometimes it's hard to explain. Like once you see it on the hair, you get mm -hmm. it. But if you're, if you're not used to working with both, when I explain it as sheer and translucent or opaque, that doesn't really you know, hit yes. home with people. But if I have the visual, mm -hmm. which I'm going to have on Sunday and actually show them, look at the difference between this. I think like you, like you talked about with the, um, the visual that I did about the placement the other day, you know, putting those, um, wefts of hair on an mm -hmm. angle versus horizontal versus diagonal. Um, that was another thing that kept me up night after night. I was like, how can I, I was trying to figure out how I could like staple it to the doll head. <laughs> because I was trying to get it to stay there. And I'm so glad that it, that it actually made an impact because it was so rigged. Like if I moved one piece, everything was going to fall out of the head. Um, yeah, but, but it was really amazing. It was to kind really of explain the concepts like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all, it's all a learning process, all the work in progress. I love working with food coloring when I talk about glazes and, and canceling tones because you can actually see the water go from, you know, orange to like murky, mm -hmm. muddy color. So I have to go out and buy some food coloring. Um, but I'm excited for you to go on this journey in education. What I love is that you have myself, Julie, and the Platinum Giraffe. And you're not saying, 
Oh, well, Julie said this, and now I'm not going to listen to what Elaine says. You're keeping your mind open to all the different ways that we explain things. And then you're going to bring that all together. And then it's going to be Aldana's way in a matrix class. So it's a gift to keep sharing what you, you've had such a passion for learning and now it's your turn to pay it forward and share with others. So I love that. So tell people how they can follow your journey and, and your education so that they can learn from you, all these little gems of wisdom you've collected over the years. Everybody can find me on the social media. My handle is Aldona Hair Edic um, and po- both for, uh, social, uh, Facebook and Instagram. I also have my YouTube YouTube channel, but it's not um, that active yet. I have a few videos over there and as well as my website. So also Aldona Hair Addict. So it's a little bit story about myself, how I'm here, where I am. And um, yeah. Share the spelling because it's, I think you have, do you have two N's? Aldona Hair Addict. I have but one N. A-L- A-L-D- oh, one N? Yes, it's one See, I'm, I'm giving bad information. So A-L-D-O-N-A and then hair addict. Okay. Yes. So that's her Instagram handle, her website and her YouTube. So be on the lookout for this beauty. We were chatting before I pushed record at how beautiful her skin is. And unfortunately <laughs> I can't sell you, you guys, anything. It's, it's good Polish jeans from her mother and her grandmother. And how beautiful that you're the third generation hairstylist. I love stories like that. Um, as much as we say, we're never going to become like our parents. We end up being just like our parents. And we, at this age can realize what a gift it is. <laughs> yeah. So I Versus said this, when we're this part of my journey, I dedicate to my mom because Aww. I'm really appreciate that whatever she gave me and as older as we are, we are more appreciate for the gifts, what they gave us. We, we are, you know, when we are younger, we don't see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining me and thank you all of you listening for listening and we will see you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the ask the color expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review for more information on hair color education please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.